What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Daily Drives. I'm your host, Jason Cremines. As always, you can find me on on Instagram at the official Jason Cremines. I'm uh, Cremines Jason on Twitter, Jason Cremines Rocks on Facebook, Jason Cremines on Periscope and Snapchat. Now that we got that out of the way, one hell of a day today. I'm in Clearwater, Florida. It's freaking beautiful. It's 8.50 in the morning, and it's already an awesome-looking day outside. So... Welcome back once again. Thank you to all of you that have listened and shared. Uh, the podcast just continues to grow on a weekly basis. I greatly appreciate you sharing this. Um, I have noticed that no one has left any uh, reviews or ratings on iTunes, and there's about uh, a dozen or so of you listening on iTunes. So if you could please, when you get done listening to this episode, Go to the bottom of the episode and you'll see that there's stars down there. If you give me five of those and maybe write a little something, I would greatly appreciate that. That's how, uh, that's how Apple recognizes a legitimate podcast. We don't want them to think that this isn't a legitimate podcast. We're actually doing some good for people out there. I know this because I get the emails. Um, so far, nobody's wanted to share their story, but I can tell you this. If you have a story that you want to share, um, if you've listen to this podcast and there has been uh, anything that has helped you or maybe something that you have tried that you've seen some success with, uh, or if you just don't understand something that we've talked about on one of the episodes, shoot me an email, jasoncremeen79 at gmail.com. You're also able to call into the show, leave a message there. Uh, There's a little button if you're using the Anchor app. It's very simple. Um, If you're listening on iTunes, you can actually send me a message there as well. So, um, anyway, there's a lot of ways to reach out to me and get in touch with me. You, uh, if you want to be completely anonymous, I will absolutely respect that for you. Uh, if you want me to share your story, I can do that as well. So, anyway, if you want some uh, interaction with me, please feel free. Again, it's jasoncremeens79 at gmail.com. That's how you can reach me via email. You can call my uh, business line, 614 641 0315, you can reach me there. Uh, it's actually best to leave me a message there more often than not. Um, and if you hear my goofy voicemail recording, uh, then you definitely know you've got the right guy. So anyway, when you hear it, you'll know it's me. Um, anyway, so what do we want to talk about today? I want to tell you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about not being sheep. We're going to talk about the reason why Um, You've tried to be successful in the past and haven't made it. The reason why I've tried to be successful in the past and haven't made it. Um, And that really kind of goes along with, uh, it kind of goes down this path right here. It's like you look around, you see what other people are doing, and a lot of times, because you don't know any better, you just try to do the same thing. What I'm going to tell you here is run the other way. Whatever you see everybody else doing, run the other way. Okay? Why am I saying run the other way? Because think about it. Think about this realistically. There's like, what, 2% of the people in, in the country that hold all of the wealth and stuff, right? And then there's another like 5% or whatever that are doing really, really well. Uh, and then there's the, everybody else, right? Everybody else. Everybody else who goes to, you know, CVS and buys popcorn to watch Netflix uh, at home and, um, you know, plays, everybody else is playing video games at home, 
Um, they're on, you know, Facebook constantly um, beating other people down for their beliefs and their views. That's that's what people do, you know. And unfortunately, we we continue to be told on a regular basis that you're just supposed to kind of go along with what everybody else is doing and maybe try to set yourself apart a little bit. Um, I disagree. I think that what you need to do is you need to do the exact opposite of what everyone else is doing. So I'm going to give you a really good, real-life, true example. A friend of mine, a guy that I know, a fellow musician, was um, I, we were in the music business together for probably about a decade. He went to Ohio University, and um, he has become very successful as a musician, as a performing artist, and... Um, a songwriter. I mean, the the guy, his music's fantastic. I personally love it. Uh, I like the guy. To, I mean, I love the guy to death. He's he's been uh, kind of an inspiration for people who have been in local bands, and you know, they're thinking, man, there's there's no way to make it as a local band to to make it into a you know an international act. Well, my friend Dustin Bates proved that that's not that's not true at all. And one of the ways that he was able to do that was by going the opposite direction from everyone else. So Dustin Bates, if you don't know, um, is the lead singer of a band called Star Set. If you're familiar with Star Set, great. Uh, the guy that I'm talking about is the owner of that band and the um, originator, founder, the songwriter, everything that there is in that band. Uh, the guy's very smart. He went, to, like I said, he went to Ohio University, and uh, I believe he was in some pretty crazy stuff there, um, you know, engineering and whatnot. Anyway, so yeah, <clears throat> he's really smart, <clears throat> and Star Set is a terrific band. I personally love him. It uh, is a cinematic sci-fi rock experience. So, if you want something a little bit different in your life, but you want really good music, but again, something a little bit different. You definitely want to listen to Star Set. Um, although the the lyrics aren't necessarily driven um, scientifically driven, the words that he uses in the lyrics um, make it seem more sci-fi-ish, right? So um, the basic concept behind the band, the Star Set Society, is a group of scientists, of people who believe that. Um, artificial intelligence could one day take over the world if we're not careful with what we're doing and what we're playing with as far as electronics and science are concerned. So um, the Star Set Society receives messages from the future about warnings, you know, of, of the things that we're screwing up in, in the world today. So that's kind of like the concept, all right? I'm sorry, Dustin, if you listen to this, um, that it's a poor description. Uh, so if you really want to get to know Star Set, I would urge you to look them up online. There's no way that you won't be able to find them. They're very, very popular. Uh, they just sold out some shows in um, in Russia. Okay, I've never even been to Russia. I've never, I've only sold out a couple shows in my life, and um, this guy's selling out shows in Russia. So I thought it would be a really good example for you. Now, why do I say he's a good example of Run the Other Way? So before Starset was formed, uh, he was the band called Downplay. And when he was in Downplay, he noticed uh, when putting up videos, there was a lot of kids out there that liked to do, say, video game walkthroughs and post them on YouTube. Uh, they liked to do 
like animated videos and things like that and put them up on, on YouTube. They just like to do cool little projects and put them up on YouTube. Kids are trying to become, you know, YouTube stars by the time they're in their 20s, right? Nothing wrong with that. Entrepreneurs, I love their spirit, right? Most of them aren't going to make it, but a few of them will. Um, so Dustin noticed that when kids would use, or when people, I, I call them kids because I feel like it's mostly the young crowd that's doing that type of thing, uh, but when these folks would be posting their videos and they would use music that was backed by a, main, a major record label, um, they would get pushback from the major record label saying, hey, we don't want you to use our music. You can't use this without our permission, uh, without paying us royalties or whatever. So these kids would have nothing to post except for maybe some local bands or whatever. Well, Dustin realized that this is what was happening and thought, you know what, why can't these kids use some good music, uh, you know, for their videos and whatnot? So he would reach out to them and say, hey, you guys can use my music if you want. And, you know, some of them were like, eh. And then a lot of them were like, hey, thank you very much. I appreciate this really good music, right? So they would put their music into their, his music into their videos and give him credit, you know, in, in the video as, as being the, the songwriter and whatnot. So he would get some attention from a different market just because he was willing to do something that everybody else said don't do. He went the opposite direction and he said, no, use my music. Use it for free. You don't owe me a dime. So what happened was he created a ridiculous following on YouTube and other social media because of that. Now, today in uh, 2018, the music industry is a lot different than it was back in 1985. You know, back in the 80s, all you had to do was play a shitload of clubs because eventually there's going to be an A&R rep out there somewhere with some major label that's going to find you and is going to say, oh, we need to sign this band. That's how it went. You would play shows. You would play bigger shows with bigger bands just to get noticed. And if a, a major label happened to pop into where you were playing one night, you might get the opportunity to get signed. And they'll throw a bunch of money at you. Um, you'll, you know, snort it all up your nose and drink it all from a fifth, um, cause yourself all kinds of jacked up, you know, problems and, and relationship problems and everything else. So that's what they did back in the 80s. Well, that stuff doesn't work anymore. You know, with the, uh, with the introduction of the internet, things have changed a lot. And then MySpace came along and really took over social media for, uh, the music industry and really changed the way that the music industry operates. So A&R reps don't go scouting for bands anymore. They don't have to. Bands come to them. Bands are a dime a dozen. I can probably throw a rock right here in Clearwater, Florida and hit 15 original bands, local original bands. Doesn't mean they're all any good. Doesn't mean all of them suck. There's probably some good ones. There's probably some shitty ones. Doesn't matter. The point is that all those, all those bands can now record an entire LP in their basement. Uh, well, not in Florida. <laughs> they don't have any basements in Florida. But you know what I mean. They, they could literally use their garage as their recording studio and put out an entire record now. They don't need to go to a multi-million dollar studio 
and pay a multi-million dollar producer, a multi-million dollar engineer, and a bunch of other musicians and studio musicians to help them to make the record sound awesome. They don't have to do that stuff anymore because they can literally do it from the comfort of their own home. Technology, you got to love it, right? So a, a band will go ahead and record something, and they'll send it out all over the place. They'll put it all over social media. They'll send it to the local radio stations. They send it all over the place. But the idea is, uh, with, lo- with a band nowadays, in order to become successful, is you just have to be popular. And the way to become popular is to get yourself out there. Dustin knew this. He knew this early on. Back in the days when he was playing uh, in Athens, I don't even remember the name of that first band. It was before Downplay. Uh, it was just a cover band. But he knew the only way to make any money at that was to be popular and fill the seats. So he made sure that he made everything fun. He made everything, uh, he made it very marketable. He's, A, a good-looking guy, so that makes that part easy. If you're a good-looking guy in the music industry, uh, as a lead singer, you've already got a leg up. Although there are lots of good-looking, good singers out there, um, it's very helpful to have those, those particular traits. Not shallow, just true. I'm just telling you. So... He recognized that back in the Ohio University days down in Athens, Ohio, and did really well at creating a good solid base of fans while he was there, uh, fans that still follow him to this day, and we're talking 15 years ago. So there are plenty of fans, and um, he was moving right along as far as creating his brand. So... Um, he created the band Downplay, and they put out some original music, and it was a nice hard rock with a little bit of a little bit of a mainstream feel to it, uh, with a tiny bit of grunge sprinkled in there. I would say, uh, just really cool stuff. But you know, no matter how many times, I mean, we had. Uh, I say we, I mean, when I was back in my seventh cycle days, we had showcases together where we showcased in front of bands or uh, in front of labels like Capitol Records um, and Epic. Now, he actually did get signed to one of those labels uh, during those days, but there wasn't enough going on, and the label eventually ended up dropping him, even though... Uh, he had cool things moving, cool things going in, in his direction. Uh, he had a song that was so popular and such a great song that they featured it on uh, WWE one night, if you're a wrestling fan, uh, called Hated You From Hello. Great song, loved it, uh, full of energy. It was a perfect song for something like the Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> he knew that he needed to make a change. So downplay was not going to be successful <clears throat> excuse me, without a lot of help. So he realized that he started to get this following on social media. So he thought, you know what, let me take a look at some things that I really like, sci-fi, um, and see how I can incorporate that into my music and see if I can create an entirely new type of following. Thus, Star Set was born and the Star Set Society. Uh, there's also the Prague Transmissions, which is based on this. It's a book. Please go check that out. Um, it's fucking cool. 
and um, you know he's they they teamed up with Marvel Comics. I, it's a really cool story. You just have to read more about it. I'll talk about it maybe in another podcast. But my point to this whole thing is that while major record labels were telling people no, don't use, you're not allowed to use our music for your videos and things like that, Dustin said. Um, F that, you guys can use my video, my songs in your videos all you want. If you've ever heard of a, a Nightcore, Nightcore uses his stuff all the time. The, the growing on social media, um, on, especially on YouTube, has, it, it has been mind-blowing, especially over the past six years since this band has really been developed and really gotten the stage show together and really started to tour and things like that. So... They've, um, they've gone out with Breaking Benjamin, went on tour with them. Um, the, a couple of members of the band Red helped to write and record and produce the music down in Nashville, Tennessee. So he went from being just like you and me, you know, if you're a musician, um, just like you and me playing in front of eight people, six of which are the other band, um, two of which are you know, the staff at the bar that you're playing, to selling out venues in Russia, you know, halfway around the world. Or, uh, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And in the UK, too. So there's, uh, it's just mind-blowing. It's unbelievable. But all they had to do was go the opposite direction from everybody else. He ran away. He saw what was going on. He said, no, fuck that. Let's do it like this. Let's do the exact opposite and see what happens. And look what happened. He made himself uh, a huge following on social media, which in turn gave them a lot more views, a lot more subscriptions. Um, and that number, those numbers right there, those are actual organic numbers, meaning that a view is somebody who goes in and actually watches the video, right? A subscription is somebody who actually subscribes to your channel because they want to know when you put something else out. So if you have a lot of views, that's one thing. One video can have a million views, but that doesn't mean that you're a YouTube star. Ten videos can have a million views, and you're definitely in the right track. But what really decides whether or not you're a YouTube star is the engagement from those fans, from those people that are following you, from those subscriptions. So you can have a million vi views on one video. It doesn't mean shit. But if you have a million subscribers, now that means something. That means they care about what you've got to offer, what you're putting out there, and they want to know about it as soon as it comes out. That's very powerful, especially if you're a major record label looking for a band that's easy to market. So... Number one, the first thing that he did was he decided that he needs to grow his following on social media, specifically on YouTube, if he wants to appeal to a younger audience. Therefore, he did exactly the opposite of what everyone else was doing. Instead of pushing against these kids, he let them use the music so he gained himself some popularity on social media. That helped him more than likely to get the record deal that he's currently working with. And more than likely... Those views and shares and, and things like that have helped him to sell quite a few records and have helped him to sell out venues all around the world. And that's, that's absurd. It's insane. So the other thing, though, that he did 
was he decided, okay, everybody else out there on the stage is rocking out, right? They're, they're, they're headbanging, they're jumping, they're doing spins, they're, they're, they're kicking their guitars around their bodies, they're doing all kinds of stuff to make the show interesting. They've got laser lights and things like that, right? That's what all these other bands are doing. So Dustin said, you know what? I'm going to take this a step farther. I'm going to do something no one else has done. Not only am I going to make this a sci-fi concept, I'm going to make that sci-fi concept carry out into the stage show. So, the guitar player, the bass player, Brock and Corey, respectively, they, they are in spacesuits. They look like they're getting ready to walk on the moon while they're playing. No joke. If you've not seen this band in concert yet, you have to find the show that's nearest you, and you have to buy a ticket, and you have to go experience this stage show for yourself at least one time. If you don't, you're going to regret it, because Star Set is going to be probably like the next Metallica, the next ACDC. It's, it's, it's very difficult to say that they won't, and the reason I say that is because i got two albums out now that are both very popular and have hit top 100 dozens of times. So there's no reason that they're not going to be super popular, especially when people see, especially when people see their stage show. Um, Dustin's up there as the lead singer, um, looking like a complete geek, dressed like a scientist in some high water uh, tights with, you know, this lab coat on. Um, He just looks like a mad scientist, right? But a geeky mad scientist, which makes it fucking hip. So it's perfect. And in front of him is this giant, what appears to be like an iPad, right? And he's banging on this thing throughout the set. Now, I'm sure it's probably making some kind of noise or something. I can't tell you what it is that he's playing through there. Maybe some extra strings or something. I don't know. But it's freaking cool. Um, you, You absolutely have to see this stage show. So the first thing, he found a following on social media. Second thing, he did the opposite of everybody else and made his stage show extremely extravagant, extremely um, different from everybody else. Uh, It really added a huge element to that 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 no one is going to be able to really mimic or touch because it's so unique and it's um, it's, it's so in line with the theme of the music and everything that they're doing, the whole star set ideal, the whole star set society idea. So um, he incorporated everything to work together. In addition to that, I've found recently in the last few months that they've also put out an interactive app for your phone, Android and iPhone, that you can download. When you're watching one of their shows, you point that directly at the stage and there'll be some cool like aircraft or something that's hanging out um, on the stage with them through your viewer. You can record videos using this app and share those videos to all your social media. Um, Hello, people. How smart is that? He's already got a huge following on social media. Now he creates an app that makes people want to take videos of their live performances and share them on social media to gain even more awareness of the band, even more fans, right? Whereas A Perfect Circle, one of my favorite bands, 
has said absolutely no video taking at my shows whatsoever. Because if you know anything about Maynard James Keenan, you know that he's a rather particular kind of person, um, and he has something to say, and he wants to make sure that his point is made. Um, and he has he's he's very um, he's very different. He's very eclectic, and he doesn't want people taking videos at his A Perfect Circle shows. Dustin, though, of Starset said, no, 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 y'all take videos. Not only do, you want to, do I want you to take videos, but I'm going to make an app so that it's interactive. Um, you, can, you can point it, take videos of the merch booth, you know, and, and there's cool stuff going on there. And then you can share those videos so that more people know who Starset is, more people find the music, the band, um, and like them on social media and buy their music. Dude, run the other way, okay? When people are telling you this is what you need to be doing, do the exact fucking opposite and see where it goes. See how you make it. See what happens. This is just one real-life example. This is a guy that I know. I don't know what his income level is, but I'm sure he's getting up there. Um, I don't know how much it pays a man to to play a sold-out show in Moscow, but I'm sure it's up there. You know, I know that his record label told him, don't just share your music so freely. Don't give it away like that. I'm sure they did. And I'm also sure that they've told him, don't write any new downplay songs. But I know Dustin, and I know he's probably got 30 or 40 or 50 of them in his back pocket as we sit here and talk. And that band doesn't even have a deal. Right? But that's one thing I can tell you about Dustin, that I, I don't know him as well as I used to because it's been years um, since we really hung out or anything like that. But um, I can tell you what I do know about Dustin, and that is that that motherfucker worked his ass off. Every single time that I ever saw him, he was always writing, working on his writing, um, changing a melody. I mean, we played, um, well, actually he played a show uh, back in the downplay days that was a benefit for a friend of ours who died in a car accident um, in New Lexington, Ohio. And um, they, didn't, they didn't have a base cabinet or something. Just so happens I have my equipment in the car with me. So they used my, my base rig or whatever uh, back in those days. But uh, he was driving a little Honda Civic. And when the show was over, we were out there talking uh, and he's like let me, letting me listen to a couple of songs that are now pretty popular. Uh, but he kept telling me the, difference, the different melodies that he wanted to do with this one part. And he had like a half a dozen that he just sat there and sang out for me. And, you know, it was, it was difficult to decide which of them was better. You could tell there were good qualities in each of the different melodies. But my point is that that's how he thinks. It was one line. It was, you know, it was eight bars in the song. But he was so anal about it. Like he, he changed it over and over and over again until it was exactly what he wanted it to be. He's such a hard worker. He continued to go after it no matter how many times he got kicked in the face. You know, he got signed by a label, dropped by that label. Um, promises and promises and promises by a, a major label that just never came through. Management companies that um, had picked him up and then dropped him, not because they wanted to drop him, but because... <clears throat> They couldn't do what he needed to get done, and that was get to the next level. He continued to run into people that weren't as dedicated as he was. So that made it 
more difficult for him down the road. But he didn't care, man. He struggled through it, but he got through it. And now, like I said, he's not playing in front of 12 people anymore. You know, he's able to to pay his bills, travel all over the freaking world, and play music, and and enjoy his life. Now, if that's not a real life example for you, someone that I know, someone that I've shaken hands with, shared the stage with, dicked off with, gotten drunk with, probably got laid with, you know what I mean. So just it doesn't matter. This is somebody that that said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to the next level. And he did. Not only did he do what it takes, but he saw what other people were doing and he ran the other way. So, how about that for an example? So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make a quick stop and we're going to come back. I'm going to try to give you at least one more example. Uh, I think I've got a really good one for you here as to why you should run the other way. Um, And I'm going to give you some more real-life examples that you can use in your daily life as to why you should run the other way. So we're at about 29 and a half minutes right now. We're going to take two two minutes so I can go pee, and then uh, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. All right, so I think we have uh, determined exactly how it is that uh, that my friend Dustin was able to grow his social media following and grow his fan base uh, by doing something that nobody else was doing or doing the opposite from what everybody else was doing. So that's a real-life example, and um, anyone can do it. Anyone. Um, is Dustin smart? Yeah, absolutely. He's super smart. I mean, the guy... Uh, he has, you know, college degrees and, and things like that. He's not just some dumbass by any means. Um, but with that being said, uh, he's no more special than you or me, you know. I mean, no offense, Dustin, <laughs> but uh, he's a better songwriter than me. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, as a person, as a human being, um, he's not in any better situation. He didn't, he didn't grow up with a silver spoon in his mouth. I mean, he, he wasn't. Uh, you know, born into money, and he wasn't like, uh, you know, given a, a bunch of money for, you know, from a retirement or something like that. It, it wasn't like he was just able to go out and spend a bunch of money. I mean, I watched the guy practically live out of his car for months. So it's not like he he doesn't know struggle. It's not like he doesn't know, uh, you know, the pains that that people deal with on a regular basis because he does. So um, basically, it's like. My point to that is the fact that I mean, he's he's special in the way that he is a good songwriter and a good musician, and that he's dedicated. I mean, that's the main thing that he's dedicated. You know, that's probably more important than anything else is the fact that he's just dedicated to to making his life what he wants it. So, I want to um, reiterate in a different way. So, doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing is scary. Okay, because we're told all the time that the only way that you can make it in life is this or that or whatever, right? Well, I'm going to challenge you. So you have all kinds of options, right? What do most people do? Most people go get a job for a company and they try to work their way up in the company so that they're making the money that they want to make and they can have that's that's their definition of success right climbing the corporate ladder 
um, and, you know, ending up as a, a COO or a CFO or, or something like that somewhere where you're making a million bucks a year, whatever, you know, or a couple hundred thousand or, or whatever your goals are. That's, that's your idea. Uh, that's the idea that's been bred into us um, since we were, you know, just infants. Uh, we were told, you know, go get a good education, uh, go get a good job with a good company and things like that. Uh, that's what we've been told. And that's not a bad idea. That's not the wrong way to do things. Okay? I'm not trying to tell you that it's the wrong way. I'm only trying to show you that there is another way. Um, and a really good example of that, I work for a pest control company, as many of you know. And this pest control company pays me a commission when I sell a service. Okay. So let's break this down really quickly. And I'm going to, this, this is kind of going to wrap things up for you and really kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So if I wanted to, I could go get my pesticide license, be a licensed pesticide applicator, which I technically already am. Um, and I could go buy a, you know, $500 backpack sprayer and go buy, you know, $500 of pesticides, and I could start my own pesticide business, right? So the company that I work for pays me a commission. Let's say that the uh, commission structure is favorable to me and that I get paid 16% of a sale. And a typical pest control is, let's call it, $500 for a year. So I'm going to get paid 16% of $500. Not a lot of money, right? So I have to sell a lot of those in order to be able to make a living. Obviously, pest control is not the only service we offer. There's a lot of other things that are a lot more expensive, and, and that's what makes up the money difference. But so let's say this pest control, let's make the numbers easy. Let's say it's $1,000 a year for pest control. They pay me 16% of that grant, right? Which is, uh, which is what? It's 160 bucks, right? 16% of $1,000 is 160 bucks. So, out of the $1,000 the customer paid, I'm getting less than 200 of it. There's 800 bucks left, right? And the the guy doing the job, um, let's say that he makes $20 an hour and it's going to take him a half an hour to do the job. Let's pretend it takes him an hour to do the job. So that's $20. Um, we're still around 800 bucks. So we have about 800 bucks left. And the rest of that money goes to the chemicals. Let's say the chemical that they use on that particular house costs us about, let's say it's $100. Okay. So now we're down to 700 bucks in profit. Now you've got advertising and marketing and other overhead and uh, gas and things like that. So let's take out another 25% for that. So let's say that you're ending up with $600 in profit. Now, $600 out of 1,000 is quite a bit. Well, let's cut that in half because realistically, uh, the pest control costs somewhere between 500 and 1,000. So let's cut that in half. Let's say that you made, uh, let's, let's cut it even further than that. Let's say you only made $200 in profit. What did I get paid? I got paid less than 200 bucks. So if you wanted to start your own, if I wanted to go out and, and become my own pest control company, instead of collecting a couple hundred bucks on that pest control sale, 
I collected all of it. So instead of me making $120 to sell it, someone else going out and doing the, the spraying or whatever, somebody else uh, you know, doing the marketing and the advertising and things like that, I could do it all myself, right? But once again, there's advertising, marketing, um, you know, you got to reach the people in order to be able to get the jobs. You have to be able to sell the job. So some people don't know how to sell and that scares them. Sales is a very scary thing to a lot of people. So a lot of people don't do it for a lot of those reasons. Um, it's too difficult. There's money to start up. So I don't want to, I don't want to invest my money to start, uh, which again, you're not spending money. You're investing money at that point. An investment is way different than just blowing money. It's, it's much different to go out and spend $500 to become a licensed pest control company than it is to spend $500 um, on a nice, crappy, used little John boat that you're going to run around and, and catch some fish in, uh, unless you fish for a living. That's, that's different. That's, again, an investment. So, uh, um, if I wanted to go out and start my own pest control company, it wouldn't take that much money and I could easily do it. Why don't I do that? A, I'm not really that, I'm not really that hip on pest control. It's not like my favorite thing in the world. Um, it, it's not something that I'm passionate about, so I don't really care enough to actually go out and do this on my own. It's much easier to be working for a company that gives me a car, an iPhone, an iPad, and gives me some leads occasionally uh, and allows me access to a customer database and a territory where I can go work. That's a lot easier, right? All I got to do is sign some paperwork, pass a drug test and a background check, uh, which obviously I did all of those. So no big deal. I got hired, I get paid, whatever. All right. Uh, I made 45,000 last year and I'll probably make that or a little bit more this year. So I'm not knocking the cover off the ball by any means, but I'm able to make some money. But if I had all those jobs that I sold, if I had sold them as my own company, that income would be at least triple, at least, if not more. Once again, I'm not passionate about killing bugs, not my favorite thing to do. So I'm not gonna go start that company. But if you wanted to make money, you could do what everybody says you should do, and you could go get a job with a pest control company where they're going to give you a phone and a tablet and a car to use, all of those things, and that's the easy way to go. Now, you're going to get paid based on what they want to pay you, their pay structure, their pay plan. That's up to them. There's not a lot you can do about it except sell more stuff to make more money, right? which is what we do in sales. When you want to raise, you sell extra stuff, you know? Um, but if you did it yourself, you're looking at a lot more cash at that point. So if you want to do something great, something huge, something that is scary, extremely scary, like starting your own business, Stop letting other people tell you that you shouldn't do it, that you should do it this way or you should do it that way. Think for yourself. Don't be a sheep. Don't allow what everybody else is doing 
to deter you from doing what you want to do because it's the exact opposite of what you've been told you should do. So challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. What do I want out of life? Am I happy with my current employer? Do I like what I do? Am I making enough money? What does everybody else think that I should do? Forget that. Forget what everybody else thinks you should do. Because the truth of the matter is, what you really need to be concerned about is what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's really all about. At the end of the day, it's your family that you've got to put food on the table for. It's your mortgage. It's your money. You know, it's your, it's your business. I'm not going to tell you what you should do one way or the other. And again, the point of this podcast is to show you another route. I'm not saying that the people that are out there working their asses off at a factory aren't doing what they should be doing, right? But I am going to tell you that if you're out there working your ass off in a factory and you're not having a good time, you're not enjoying it, you're not doing what you want to do, you're not able to make the money that you want to make, if you're experiencing all of those things, then you might want to think about running the other direction. So that's about all I've got for you today. Um, It's been a hectic week. It's only Wednesday, (laughs) and it's been a hectic week already. Um, So I'm trying to get these out on Tuesdays for you, and it has proven to be difficult so far, but I'm going to get better at it. And hopefully this podcast helps you to see why it's okay to be different. That's the main point right there is that it's okay to be different. Don't be afraid to do the opposite of what people tell you you should do. Don't be afraid because there's risk in everything that you do, everything. Whether that's taking a shower, you could slip and fall, right? or climbing, you know, walking across a tightrope, or climbing Mount Everest. Lots of risks involved in all of those things, but you can do it. You can do it, and don't let people tell you you can't. And more importantly, don't let other people tell you that you shouldn't just because they're afraid. Most of the time, when people tell you why it's not going to work, or why you can't do that, they're telling you what their fears are, what they're afraid of. I'm afraid this isn't gonna work out for you because of this, or I know a guy who tried that once and this is what happened, it wasn't good. Well, if you fuck something up, fix it and move on. At the official Jason Cremines on Instagram, please follow me on there. I'm on thumbtack.com. Please go there and leave me a review. Um, I ask you guys to do that for me all the time. It's going to help me to get paid speaking gigs down the road. So if you could please, somebody, one of you, there's several of you listening. If one of you, just one, could do me the small favor and go ahead and jump on Thumbtack for me and leave me that review. You don't have to say anything special. You don't have to lie. All right, just talk about the podcast 
and what it's done for you. Or if I have trained you in the past, talk about how I've trained you and how I've helped you to become successful. Um, hell, if you've seen me talk on stage before, leave me a review. That's, that's huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. I can't tell you how big that is. Um, I keep asking, but I still see no reviews. So do me a favor, thumbtack.com, Jason Permeans, look me up. Please leave a review. Give me some stars. I'd really appreciate it. Please rate the podcast on iTunes. No one has done that yet. It means so much to me. If you guys could, if somebody could throw some stars on there for me, I'd really appreciate that. Um, I don't have any rewards for you or anything like that. All you're going to do is help me uh, by doing so and, Hopefully, you feel like I'm helping you. And if you feel like I'm helping you, then do me a fucking solid, man. Leave me a review, please. iTunes, Anchor, Google, Thumbtack, please leave me a review somewhere. Give me a rating. Let people know about me. Share me with other people. Find somebody that needs a little bit of light in their life and bring them to my podcast and ask them to leave a review. Please, I'm almost begging you at this point. If you could do that for me, I would really, really appreciate it. Um, You have no idea. So I'm I'm hoping that you guys are are seeing what I'm doing, which is trying to help other people, and that you want to expand on that. And the best way that you can do that is to share and to bring people and leave me a fucking review for God's sakes. Anyway... Um, thank you guys very much for listening. I really appreciate it. This has been the Daily Drives with Jason Cremeans. And the reason why this is called the Daily Drives is because I drive daily. And when I say I drive daily, not only do I physically actually drive an automobile daily, but every single day I'm working towards my goals. They're not easy. It's, it's uh, been definitely trying at times. There have been times where I've just wanted to give up, quit, and just be done with it. But the, the difference is that I don't quit. So hopefully you're finding some inspiration in that. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on all my social media. I'm on Snapchat and everywhere else, too. So hook up with me. Link up with me. I'm on LinkedIn, too. I almost forgot to, to mention that. I'm on LinkedIn. So please do me some favors. Hook me up with some reviews. Share people. Share my stuff with people. And... Uh, Man, until I talk to you guys on Friday, which will be follow-up Friday, talking about what's going on in the wonderful state of Florida, where my family and I have recently moved to. Uh, I'll be posting that on Friday, hopefully. Hopefully. So, um, if I don't talk to you, if you don't hear from me on Friday, I will talk to you guys next week. And in the meantime, please be good to yourself and be good to each other. I'll talk to you soon.